There we go. That's it. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, we we in business somehow. My AirPod ain't working. I got one working, so we'll just see how this goes as a test. But yeah, bro, we'll just talk and, and uh, connect here, bro, to see how this works. But I yeah, can hear man. you loud and clear. This it sounds good. It's it's crystal clear over here on my side. Okay, good, 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 good. Oh yeah. So so with this too, uh, the really the main reason why I asked this question, Reggie. Um, it's just like processing audio through different software and then mm-hmm. getting the audio from one device but processing it on a different device using a different software can kind of like it's, it's like a hoops to jump through so yeah this is a really good platform right here because uh, this is actually what we use uh when we record our podcast the only thing is about this uh platform even though it's streamlined sometimes when you go back and listen to the content it can be a little bit choppy so i would definitely even after this recording right here i would definitely like re-listen to it and see if there were any choppy moments um because like it could be like just wi-fi instability or just like uh plain old like uh friction between the um connections of each other's devices okay okay mm-hmm. Well, here's what we're going to do, bro. I think this is still an opportunity to use some of this content, believe it or not. So we can just talk, man, and see where it goes, all right? Let's let's definitely do it. Let's definitely right, do let's, it. Let's let's start with a prayer first, bro. Yeah. And we're going uh, we're going to make it happen. All right. I I will follow your lead here. Go ahead. Okay. Um yeah, man, like so I would just get get you to uh, bow your head um and we'll go to our Lord God in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, come to you in spirit and truth. Thank you so much for this day. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for um, the brother Reggie um, and just his really his his vigor for wanting to do the right thing. Um, that is something that is, is, is really like a lost art, guys. So I just thank you so much for uh, the energy you placed in him to just trying to do better uh, in your eyes, God. And I, I pray that you would just bless us um in such a way that you would have your light shine through us so that we may be able to touch others uh heavenly father through the conversation that reggie and i have in private as well as conversations like we're having right now that uh, can be released to the public Uh, so i just thank you so much and i ask that your spirit move in this room um in such a way to where you can be heard through the voices of us heavenly father so i just pray that truth uh is essential and i pray that the pinnacle of this conversation uh, starts and ends uh, at the name of the Lord our God. Uh, so I thank you for everything that you are going to do, uh, and I ask all these things, in Son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm gonna just uh, say a few things, bro, and then I'll ask you some things. You can ask me some things back. But the first thing is, this was like 11 plus years in the making, Kenneth. You know that, right? Like it's 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 crazy. It's so crazy to me. And the reason why I say 11 years in the making is because I never will forget where. I was in the car as a sophomore in college and somebody was just like riding and I was in the guy's car who was the president of this organization at the time. And he was like, yeah, man, what do you want your vision to be? And it like hit me right in that moment. Now, at that time, you know, I was like a teenager and I didn't really have a full understanding about like hearing the voice of God, but to get that clear vision of like power and empower, right? Like it was all about empowering next generation. I came up with the acronym so fast, it was power. You know, not power, uh, purpose, opportunity work ethic, excellence, relationships. And it was just like this whole concept, man. And I didn't really have an understanding then 
But then later in life, it was like, you know, I ran on that as a junior going and a senior. And that, I remember that big old moment. And then being able to really like live that out. It's been like this constant theme, bro, of that acronym. And it's like, I've been kind of seeing things kind of play out and now being able to really truly understand and, and play that out, bro, it's just crazy. So like, I'm a firm believer that everybody's got something that is that we can tap into that that Jesus has given us, and that's the power within us. And it all starts with the purpose, the why behind we do things, right? Like, why are we doing it? What am I getting out the bed for? What what am I called to do? Like, everybody wants this yearning to understand why they were born, and that's where purpose is so powerful. And then we talk about you know how doors can shut and close, and how you know the Lord has some doors that no man can open or shut. And that's where opportunity comes into play. So it's like, man, like. I got to seize that moment when that moment's there. And a lot of times um, I get caught up in the, oh man, did I miss my moment? But that's not what it's about. It's about a point in time. So that's that's what's so crazy about that. And then when we think about, you know, work ethic, when we talk about the the why we do things and the how we do things and how faith without works is dead, you know, if we don't have a work ethic behind it, it can't go nowhere. Like if I want to lose weight, but I don't take the initiative to go out there and do it, I'm not going to ever lose weight. I'm not going to ever change. So it's a work ethic that has to be behind that. Um, another thing about it is it's not about perfection. It's about excellence. Like the only perfect being ever walked this earth was Jesus Christ himself. There will never be another perfect being outside of Jesus. So we got to strive to be the best at what we do, but not perfect beings. How do we strive for excellence instead of perfection? And then what brings this whole thing together is the relationships and the people that come about. So for example, like me and you and different people I've connected with, like it really what comes down is sometimes you gotta, you need somebody else to make something happen. Like there's only so many things you can do by yourself. But when you got a network of people, man, it makes all the difference. So, like, that's the whole concept of power. And I'm real, real grateful for this uh, series that we're going to have eventually called Power Hour, bro. We're going to walk through every last one of those part of the acronym that I just was talking about. So, you know, with all that I just threw at you, bro, what you, what you think about that? What do you, when you think about um, empowering yourself or empowering somebody else, what do you think about, bro? Yeah, man, I, I just want to start by saying, um, wow. <laughs> like, uh yeah man i so so to answer your question no man i did not know this was 11 years in the making uh and, and when i think about empowering people um i think about in order to introduce someone to power or uh let someone know that they have power because empower inherently implies that the power that they're getting uh, can flow through them it may not originate in them but it can flow through them so I, when I think about you know empowering people you first have to be introduced to power yourself um, so like one of the best things about you and I and our relationship is that we both have uh, similarities in our life uh, like the relationships that we have with our mothers uh, the way that we uh, just see God the way that we operate and you know one thing that we talk about a lot of times is just um, that wanting to constantly work and work and work and work and work um, and not necessarily think about rest is something that we also have in common. Um, and so when it comes to empowering, a lot of times we have to have some form of kinship, uh, even if it's on, only on the basis of the power, uh, if we ever want to empower people, man. So that's that's one of my biggest things when I think about empower initially. But my question to you with, with everything you just said, right, um, really like given that nutshell of what is Empower Now podcast. So in, in a perfect world for Reggie, when has this podcast become successful? Like the Empower Now podcast is successful when what happens? 
Man, that's a fantastic question. Um, I just think about what me and my mom always talked about. When I was growing up, I always struggled with, like, especially when I think about like birthday parties and different things like that, I always struggled with the, the amount of people that showed up. But as life has gone on and like I've talked to my mother, I've talked to other people, I really am learning that it's all about the one, man. It's all about one individual. So like, even when I think about what we, what we both believe, right? Like, like our Holy Father sent his only begotten son to die for all, right? Like to, to be the one that sacrificed himself for everyone. And to have those that have this free gift and have the opportunity to say, you know what? He's my Lord and Savior. And they get into this thing called the kingdom of heaven. Like it's just about the one. So this podcast will be successful if I can be able to just touch one person each week, somebody new. If one person can get this and can be motivated to go take action right now, when I talk about empower now, it's not just hearing something and sitting on it, it's go doing something with that information right then and there, like taking the ability to have the courage, the courage to change, taking the, the moment to say, you know what, I can do something different. So if, if somebody can, can join this and listen to this and have the encouragement to change and do something different right then, each week, one person, that's success, man. It don't matter if there's thousands of people listening to this. It don't matter if there's millions of people listening to this. It could be only five people listening to this. If somebody new is tapping into this every week um, or every time this is available, if these episodes are available, that's success for me. Yeah, nah, that's, and I think that's that's the way, um, that's the way that the Reggie I know really would have answered the question in like any way. Like, that's exactly who you are. Like, so yeah, man, like, I think that's that's so genuine, bro. Cause yeah, like uh just reaching that one person, man, that's something that you always talk about. Um, especially understanding like kind of like you said, um, I don't know when you mentioned this, man, but I think it was in a Bible study at least three weeks ago. You were talking about how the new um I think the new interns or whatever you do at GE with the uh, young individuals, this was the biggest group you've ever had. Um, yeah. And you were just saying how you were, you know, everything went well. Uh, but I know in, in your heart of hearts, you know, you were really there just happy to have that stage. But, hey, you felt successful and you would have felt successful if it was just one individual you were able to empower um, by your speaking or just by your um, common courtesy, man. So I think like kind of going back to everything you said in a nutshell, reaching that one person, that's literally uh, that's your M.O., man. That's that's definitely your M.O. Uh, I, I appreciate that, bro. I definitely don't feel like that all the time. But I, I'll tell you this. Um, I really want to do this more never now. One, because it's something that I should have did a while ago. But two, because I keep hearing people say, people need to hear you, man. People need to hear what you have to say. And it's like, I don't think so. But here's here's my, my, my kind of response to that, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really think about how we talk about, like, our deepest fears is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. Like, that really takes hold, man, when you think about it, of sometimes the greatest individuals in life or like the the people that go off and do these big things, sometimes it just requires somebody to see something in them or to see them in a different light. And I think um, it's real important, man, to just have that courage to just strive. Like this whole concept of like Mark Zuckerberg or these different individuals, like like these folks don't just happen. They, They have an idea and then they seize that moment. But a lot of the times, you know, even myself included, you get so caught up in the, oh, I don't have the money to do that, or, oh, I can't do that because I'm not smart enough, or, oh, I, don't, I can't do that because I'm not this, this, and that. And, like, rather than giving yourself all the excuses of why not to do it, start looking at things in a way of saying, maybe maybe I can do this, or maybe this can be the building block for something else. And 
I look over all my life, bro, and I'm going to just be transparent with you, uh, Kenneth, because it's relevant. Like, when I was growing up, bro, I always had confidence issues, and I always felt like I couldn't speak. And there was a time in my life where, like, I had like, a speech impediment where I couldn't talk at all. And now, like, people tell me, like, oh, you're such a great speaker and all the different things. And it's like, man, if you just would have known in my weakest moment what I was doing, I never will forget my sophomore year in high school where I was in, like, this uh, TV production class. And we had to like record an episode or whatever, or like this shooting or whatever. And I remember I stuttered so bad in that recording. <laughs> and that teacher played that recording in front of the whole class, man, like weeks later. She wow. didn't delete that video, she played it. And it's like, when I think about that moment, right? Like in that moment, most people would have been like really shook up or really took it aback. And I was taken aback, but you know, like the next day I got over it. But the point I'm making is like, somebody needs to hear that story of how you're not defined by your weakest moment. Somebody needs to hear the story of you're not who others see you are. Like some people need to know, like all it takes is for certain individuals, like sometimes we gotta run to the thing we're afraid of rather than running away from the thing. Like I don't like the big stage. I don't like talking in front of people. I don't like presenting, I don't like those different things. But the reality is I always seem to find that way right back in that big stage, whether I wanna be on that stage or not. So sometimes we gotta run to the thing that we're most afraid of, man. Man, all, all I'm gonna say is yes. And you told me that story before, uh, but it is such a relevant story to how um, God can use the very thorn um, yeah. that you think you have permanently to use you in a way that you never thought you'd be able to be used. But man, I just want to backtrack just a little bit because you touched on something uh, that has come up in a few conversations, believe it or not, Reggie, in the past three days for me. Um, and it's talking about the, the, on the topic of starting something new uh, or just making some form of change by way of building something especially understanding as, as men of God we are called to build um, whether it's just build a family uh, or build our faith or at the very least uh, build a life around ourselves uh, so that we can have a good time here on earth but man you know, I, I was telling one of my friends, I was talking about this same topic with him on the phone. Um, I, I, I usually like frequent LinkedIn, right? And I saw this post on LinkedIn because I follow a lot of different uh, CEOs and a lot of different recruiters and just people who are naturally motivators. Um, and there was a post that said, um, sometimes perfectionism is just procrastination in disguise. And when I think about a lot of times the, the hindrances or the apprehension to start something new like this podcast, a lot of people blame it on, oh, well, you know, I'm a very clean and tidy, uh, crossing the T's, dotting the I's type of individual. So I want to make sure everything is right. But if we go with the uh, line of thinking behind this post that I saw, what's really happening here is that you're procrastinating something because you're failing to realize that the goal is never to start to be perfect the goal is just to move because stagnation will end in death all like 10 days out of a seven day week so really man what i'm trying to say here is like when it comes to you and like you starting this podcast what really actually made you take that leap you just said this was 11 years in the making why didn't it go 12 years <laughs> boy this is this is resonating with me man oh my gosh so let me, let me say this. So I was in a season of, of recovering and grieving and there was a whole lot going on. And 
later on I'll share more um, down the road of what happened in that story because I've been holding on to that story for quite some time but I think when you are so used to things going wrong you just tell yourself why try like and I think what changed is I finally was putting in the work man transparently kind of, of like going to counseling taking the time to, to heal and to do things better and I still got a long road to go but I think the reason why this is happening now is because there's been so much transparently so much death that's been happening over the last few years that I'm just telling myself like if I don't do this now am I gonna wait till it's too late to do it like it's gotta happen now so sometimes you know I've been the Jonas of the world of like not seizing a moment and, and or being a Moses and saying oh I can't do this guy because of this this and that and now it's the time to move and it's so crazy you say about time to move because I just texted my wife that the other day of saying it's time to move so this is like a confirmation right there in itself and as you were talking the other thing that came to my mind was, you know, this is a common phrase, but you you never miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So, like, rather than being the one to, to try to be safe or to do what the what the safe thing is or do what, what what's going to keep me kind of out the, the eye of being judged, because I always have a struggle with being judged or being criticized, like, it's just time to stop caring so much about what others think and start seizing the moment, because, like... I'm getting ready to be in my 30s and I'm not getting any younger. And it's not to say that I'm old, but it's like, if I don't do it, then when will I ever do it? And I think that's kind of where I'm at now. Now it's about the, it's the season of rather than seeking to be light, it's a season of, man, I'm just going to go after it. And I'm not going to be caring about how others perceive me per se. I just got to, again, reach that one or somebody that needs this encouragement to say, man, maybe I can do that too, you know? So that's kind of what I, what I want to do. Like I told my other friend, Greg, who... Um, I'll be pulling in one of these episodes too. I just want to help empower and, and inspire those that are like me that just don't see themselves in a certain light. Like help somebody understand of what untapped potential can look like and what happens when you tap into that potential. And I think about my life too, bro. I'm talking a little longer than I want, but I think about my life and it's like all the moments where like I, I felt the most alive was when I was helping somebody else feel alive, man. Helping somebody else see what they could be and who they could, what they could do and what they could become if they just try, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, man. It's it's uh bruh, like all I'ma say is yes. And you brought up the story of Jonah. Uh I don't know if you remember, man, but uh I did a, a Bible study on Jonah. Uh man, it was it was in twenty twenty two, but I think it was sometimes around that August, September time. But one of the, the key points of Jonah's story is when he was on the boat. Um of, of trying to flee from Nineveh, right? And what happened is that he was on a boat uh, with other individuals uh, who who didn't necessarily worship the God that Jonah worshipped. And because of Jonah's disobedience and his just uh, inability to move in the right direction, God calls the storm. And in most cases, when you see a storm, you don't think that this is the work of God. But if it wasn't for the understanding that, hey, Jonah was faced with an option to either throw himself off of the boat or stay on the boat and risk the lives of not only him and the others on the boat being sacrificed because of his disobedience. If that storm had not come, we would not have gotten this story of Jonah being, you know, swallowed up in the fish's mouth and boom, boom, boom. So basically what I'm saying is like, kind of like with your story, there's a parallel between you and Jonah because you were mentioning the sheer mortality of your life is kind of pushed you to actually start this podcast. 
in the same way, Jonah was faced with a more a mortal decision as well. I'ma either stay on this boat, kill me and them, or I'ma jump off this boat and maybe just let me go, but I know God is gonna provide a way for me as well. All that to say, sometimes, like, w- what do you think of the thought, Reggie, because I don't wanna make it seem like I'm speaking in doctrine here. What do you think of the thought that God can actually use fear or use your own mortality, your own humanity to make you be in line with his purpose. Man, uh, that's a lot to process. Give me a moment to process that. But um, yeah, I, I, what right now what's going through my mind is that there's two things that I know for sure without a doubt that our Lord, you know, cannot do. The number one thing is he cannot lie. And the other thing he cannot do is he cannot fail. So when I when I think about those two things, um, to respond to your question, I think about how he doesn't see things the way we see things, and he doesn't do things the way we would ought to think he would do things. Mm-hmm. So his ways are not our ways, and this isn't just saying to be preaching. This is just Jim like being genuine and answering this question. Um, I don't believe that our God is going to use things to like harm us or. He doesn't believe in fear, right? Like there is no such thing as fear in his, in his purposes, right? Like exactly. he gives us a he gives us a, a sense of purpose. He gives us a sense of a sound mind, and it's love. Like so, you know what I mean? Like when we think about things like that, like it's not about mortality. Sometimes I think, like, well, I don't think I know. So a lot of the times when we get confirmation in life, or when we get this this nudge. It's because it's something he's already been saying to us, or there's already been like a common theme, like you know what's wrong, you know what's right, you know what motivates you. So it's like when you put two and two together, like it's one of those things where he's gonna reveal to you what he's already been saying to you. Like a lot of the times, you know, we can harden our hearts so we can go out here and do, try to do our own thing and then we go stumble and then we get in this real tough spot and then we say, okay, God, I need you or okay, God, bail me out. But the reality is like sometimes he's just waiting for you to catch up to what he already knows. And that's what really blows my mind, right? Like. My whole life already is planned out with the beginning, the middle, the end, and the story and the, what's going to be told and what's going to be done or not done. He already knows what all that is, but I don't know. But a lot of the times, if I knew, that, like, for example, if I knew what the age of 24 to 28 would have looked like in advance, oh, man, I probably would have did everything I could to avoid different things, right? But that's why he didn't reveal that. That's why I didn't know. If I would have known who my wife was going to be in advance, I would have said, okay, I'm going to skip all these different people and I wouldn't have went through those experiences to make me better off for where I am today. So, like, what I'm saying to your your question is a lot of the times it's this balance, right? Sometimes we got to live through things. We got to go through things before we're ready for something. But sometimes we got to get our own way and and surrender. And I think that's the thing. And it's crazy, like, we're talking about this now because I had a conversation with somebody years ago in college and he was telling me like at what point reggie will you stop running and it's like whoa like what are you saying like what do you mean and i was like 18 19 at the time when i had that conversation with that brother and like here we are flash 14 years later and it's like man is this what he was talking about or is it something else like i don't know but what i do know is for somebody that might be listening or somebody that might be tapping into this are you running and if you are i encourage you to stop running I encourage you to tell yourself, man, there's something about this life. Like every time we wake up, like a phrase that I truly believe in, every time we're waking up for another day and we got another life, we got a heartbeat. A heartbeat equals purpose. And I truly believe without a shadow of doubt in my, in my mind that like if we're still walking and still here, there is something and there's unfinished work that has to be done. So it's like my, my thing and like 
you know, thing I would say right now in this moment is if you're running away or you're not sure or you're scared or you're telling yourself, man, I don't know how I can do this thing. Stop giving yourself every reason of why you're not doing that thing and start challenging yourself to say, man, what can I do differently? Why, why am I still here? Like there's so, so, so much and so many reasons in the world to tell you not to keep going or not to be motivated, not to give that drive. But I'm here to tell you that like, you know, like death and suicide and things like that, you taking that into your own hands is never the option. It's never the right answer to take. And there's so much life out here to go live rather than telling yourself, um, oh, I don't get to, I don't need to do this or I can't do that. Like, and that, that goes in different ways. Like death comes in different forms. Like there's spiritual death, there's physical death, there's complacency. There's a whole gamut of things. And I'm just here to tell you, like, take it from somebody that is the definition of of complacency sometimes and procrastination sometimes and self-doubt sometimes like all that stuff just hurts you it don't hurt nobody else so like this is my vocal you know uh confirmation and and uh and, and step of me trying to do something different but it's easy to say it's different to do and i'm here to tell you man like it's it's, it's something about finally getting up and saying i'm gonna go try this and like even as i'm talking with my friend kenneth right now it's just it's crazy how alive i feel in this moment in comparison to how i feel when i'm just going through the motions yeah that was yes man I think the words that you just spoke are words that break chains I'm gonna put it like that yeah so I think this is a great place to to kind of wrap the conversation I don't know what I'm gonna do with this concept or how I'm gonna use it but here's what I would say like to back to your question about what is Empower Now Podcast like Empower Now Podcast is the lifeblood of chasing your purpose, the lifeblood of empowering others, the lifeblood of living out passion and combining that with purpose. Like, how do we tell ourselves, man, when I get up in the morning, I'm going to seize the day. Today is going to be a good day. I get to do this rather than have to do this. How do I look at life in a different way? And, you know, as you're listening to these episodes or listening to, you know, this, this information, I just hope it blesses somebody and encourages somebody and my ask is that you do the same thing for somebody else. Like if you can reach one and teach one each day, and if you can motivate them to do something different, then that's going to help this podcast be successful. And it's not even about the success. Like I, I just want this to be a movement, man. Like I want this to be uh, a vibe that can tell somebody like, man, I get to empower now. Like that's what you got to ask yourself. How can I empower somebody today? Like right now in this moment, how can I empower? And then the other piece of this that I'm hoping can happen is that people can get exposure you know, this thing called Jesus, Jesus Christ, this, this being that, that came on this earth and, and walked this earth for over 30 plus years before he went off and fulfilled his purpose. That's the ultimate purpose to bring others to his uh, body. So, like, if that can be those two things, people can get exposed to who he is, what he's about. And then people can get some motivation to go out there and do something different in his name. And that's success to me, man. That's that's success. So. This is going to be called Episode Zero um, in some shape or form. <laughs> episode Zero and Power Now. Um, I, that's what I'm hoping uh, this could be. So we'll, we'll use this content in some shape or form. But Kenneth, I appreciate your time today, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate you for, for doing this, man. This was this was good, man. Awesome, bro. Well, look, I appreciate it. I'm going to stop the recording and we'll figure out how we use it at some point. But appreciate you again, bro. And more to come over time. The power now, man. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. For real. This was good. I appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir.